Hi, I'm Joss. Hi, I'm Claudia. And this is the Lux Get Down Fitness Podcast. We're two cousins on top of the end of the globe with a lot of opinions about fitness. And we're here to deliver the news, Welcome to our first of two U.S. Nationals episodes, um, a.k.a. Super Spreader episodes. What? I'm just kidding. No, you're really not. <laughs> I'm really not whatsoever. You know the texts that you got from me. I was just completely just, I don't know. not a bad Not speechless, because I had a lot to say, but they weren't very nice things, because, I mean, well, they were factual things, but <laughs> obviously related to COVID. <laughs> Yes. Um, I'm also quite down bad right now. I am. I have been extremely sick for about a week and today's the first day that I've left my room, not out of choice because I'm a parent, but just because I have not been able to physically leave the bed. So that's fun. So if I sound a little like a frog or other amphibian friends, please excuse me. But why don't we hop into <laughs> some news friends. before we get started with the events? <laughs> I like an amphibian, but not in my throat. Okay, so let's start off with Oh, I feel like it's the theme for this entire event slash episodes. Uh, it's not exactly US related. However, it did come, the news did come in the same week and same time. And it's unfortunately that Alison Reed, Lithuania denied her citizenship. So her and Salius aren't going to the Olympics because mm, that is just, it's devastating. If there could be one more fucked up thing that 2022 has done to us, it has denied Allison and Salius a trip to the Olympics. That just breaks my heart. They are a pod fave and I hate it. I love their spirit. I love their energy. They're fantastic and I wanted nothing more to see them go, but alas, they did not. <sighs> yes, it truly breaks our heart. And this is a real downer of I an episode. Know. I mean, like, it? how, <laughs> as a reminder for everybody, Alison Reed's ISU Bio Hobbies reads Riding Roller Coasters, Netflix, and Late Night Pizza. Excuse me, Lithuania, how can you not let that kind of person be a citizen? There's some very cold hearted people, maybe some amphibians over there. Maybe they just don't like <laughs> late night pizza. <laughs> the theme of this episode is heartbreakers and amphibians. Yeah, that, that's it. That's going to be the uh, episode thumbnail as that's well. It. Just a frog. <laughs> Cold-blooded circulatory systems over there. Uh, sounds just like but me. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it is a real heartbreaker. We are so sad to not be seeing them there. Um, I mean, I, I hope they stick around for another quad. You can go a long time and dance. That's true. Let me tell you. Not that I would know, but I've <laughs> <laughs> seen it happen with my own two eyes. But they will be going to Europeans, so we will talk about them then. Uh, but let's head on over to the COVID-infested men and dance events. Yeah, uh, let's start with dance. For sure. And boy, when I was going in, I was like, oh, this is going to be fine. Then I saw the start list and I was like, I am not going to be fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was absolutely not fine. Um, who do we want to start with today? Let's start with... Another pod fave. Let's go from pod faves to pod faves. I want to talk about Ava Pate and Logan Bai, who came in eighth. Okay, if you do not like these two programs together, especially their rhythm dance, then you are, my friend, a cold-hearted amphibian, because 
I, this is probably like one of my favorite pairs of programs that we got that we got going on here. I am but an Ava and Logan stan. I just oh, it's just so good. This <laughs> I love them so much. Like not even kidding. Uh, especially with the programs, it, like she's dressed up as Brittany. Logan's skating to Bye Bye Bye. And then they have the Hunger Games. And Ava has a costume change. Oh, there's a cost. The costume change is so good. It gives me chills every time. If they could keep these programs like forever, I would not complain about it. But anyways, let's talk about the rhythm dance, Cry Me a River. And of course, Bye Bye Bye, which again, we do want to see forever. Again, I fucking love this program. And them. It's just, it's such a vibe. It fits the theme this year so, so well. And... I thought it was great, but Logan fell right at the end. But like he covered it up so well, and Ava's just like, uh, "I just got to keep going and punch the air." It was good. Um, it was it was great cover up. Good job, Logan. Show must go on. Truth, truth. <laughs> um, but they did really, really well. So key points for the Midnight Blues: all yeses, well done. Pattern steps both got level three. Midline step was level three. Twizzles were great. I just, I love it. What's not to love here? What's not to love? Uh, USFS, apparently. I just have a... <laughs> you, know, you know what? There's not a lot to love with USFS right now. That's but. true. But I have a feeling that USFS just doesn't like these two. USFS has to politic for these two a little harder because they're just so charming and so spirited and so lovely. That's what my elementary school teachers are called. Spirited. Spirited. <laughs> really just raging undiagnosed neurodivergence. But. Truth. But also like this team has the potential to go viral and just why wouldn't you back them? I mean, I know that right. there are certain things that they can improve on technically and sometimes they're shaky about it, but Oh, but such I good star care. power. Exactly. Two superstars, two of them. Star power. And star power is definitely there for the Hunger Games soundtrack program because, like, what's not to love? Oh, my gosh. Okay, I did feel like they were cleaner in the rhythm dance. Yes, I agree. I definitely agree. Although I did, I did, I love it. But I have to mention, Ava's hair and makeup commitment to her characters in every single dance she does is unparalleled. That braid just sent me it's so it's so one. nice it's a good one uh like you said not the cleanest in some areas the rhythm dance was a bit cleaner but we got a costume change we got a one foot step that both both of them got level threes so go on fire and logan was just awesome too <laughs> that's kind of the point of the hunger games it girl is. on yeah. fire and, and the men are there too <laughs> yes um, again, the GOE sheet, mainly zeros to plus threes, and they're kind of lower in PCS, which, I mean, I kind of agree with, kind of, but I still love them, and I want them higher, and, um, I don't know. They're coached by That's Igor Spielband and Pasquale Camelango, like, there's definitely the potential to get them super, super, super good. We will see next quad, and I hope they. I mean, yes, they, I'm not even going to put it around that they're not going to stick around because please, absolutely, they will, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, and let's move on to Christina Carrera and Anthony Ponomarenko with Bat Dance by Prince for the Rhythm Dance and Wicked Game for the Free Dance. I feel like we have not seen these two in years. 
but we have. Or has it been that I have just aged a lot <laughs> past year? Look, I'm telling you, this whole like Russian nationals and then Japanese nationals in the same weekend, and then U.S. Nats, Canadian Nats, and Korean Nats in the same weekend overlapping. I have aged about 50 years, and I was already like internally <laughs> 75. So, so girls dead. So it's us. It's an us thing. It's not a them thing. Yeah. So internally, I am dead. Yes. Um, anyways, Christina and Anthony, internally very much not dead. Uh, Bat Dance by Prince. I really like this rhythm dance. However, this was not their best outing, I don't think. Yeah, to me, they looked a little stiff and slow. Um, they were very rewarded for yes. the things that they did do, though. Yes, a little generous in my personal opinion, but I'm not a judge. Twizzles were great, though. I like them. Started off well, and then it kind of didn't go so well towards the end but energy is great yeah i feel like just yeah like this whole event they seem just a little i don't know just not quite their bouncy peppy selves i'm not sure if you saw the same thing yeah especially in the free dance which i think it's more to do with the free dance itself not them but yeah i i agree but i i do think that they could have had a little more pep in their step with that prince you have to be a whole kevin amos to do a prince that is true or a yaroslav panio <laughs> Oh, that don't yeah, talk about okay, him yet. I won't, I We're won't. not there yet. That's true. I'll save the heartbreak for later. Don't do that to me <laughs> just yet. <laughs> yes, they they did look a little. I don't know, just kind of off this whole event. I don't know what was going on with them. Yeah. So let's talk about the free dance to Wicked Game. Twizzles at the start a little messy, especially from Anthony. Um, although Christina did get a level four in the one foot step, Anthony got a level three. Uh, unfortunately, they did have an extended lift, so that's one full point off. And I don't know, I've said this before, it kind of, it's a boring program. And it's not, I don't think this is their fault, because we know how entertaining they can be. Um, but Just does not play to their strengths. No, and then... I 100% said this before where it kind this program kind of sends me to sleep and then I'm almost like fully asleep when the music change happens and it's kind of like an unwelcome jolt awake and I'm like whoa okay I've woken up in the club and somehow I'm I've woken crying. up in the club <laughs> we're finally here we've we've made it Shoma has transported me to the club and how did I even get in <laughs> it's a dream sequence in uh, Animal Crossing yes it truly is We've typed in the dream code and, and now we're here. We've arrived at the club. <laughs> um, but although they came fifth in the rhythm dance, they got really dinged technically in the free dance and dropped to seventh overall. So disappointing for them. Yes, that must have been very, it's a heartbreaker for them. Um, but coming up in the standings, we have a couple of newer, well, not newer teams, but we have some junior now senior uh, junior to senior teams there we go can you tell the illness has uh, reached my brain <laughs> which is not worrying at all but okay <laughs> so we're next going to talk about katarina wolf coston and jeffrey chen who is also karen chen's younger brother they are reigning u.s junior champions and this season they're doing double duty competing in both junior and senior so they've had to learn both the blues pattern and the midnight blues pattern so a lot of work you i would know, have been burnt be out yeah literally <laughs> 
couldn't be me. Uh, for the rhythm dance, we have a Michael Jackson medley. And, you know, I really enjoy this. <laughs> they get into character and I love it. I love it. Maybe they're just not old and jaded like I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you're not old and jaded, folks. You get to look like them. Yes, because they're literal teens, but okay. <laughs> okay, so decent through the opening twizzles, both level four. I really enjoyed the choreography, and they had a really solid Midnight Blues. All four key points are a yes, and I sneakily was like, oh, this is already better than Davis and Smolkin, but whatever. Uh, I mean, they're US junior champs for a reason. They're really, really good. Um, they're also coached by Igor Spielband, so... I guess. Of course, having a busy time. Yes. Making sure those key points are all hit. So, I mean, he's always been known as a technician. So, well done to him. Uh, They did really, really well in the rhythm dance coming in sixth. They were really surprised and happy with the score. Oh, so cute and happy. Love them. And for the free dance, we've got a little uh, rain in your black eyes, which is very popular. But I don't mind it at the moment because... It's really great. I feel like it's different when it's dance. Yes, I agree. I, there's something very different about this when it's dance as, as opposed to when it's a singles event that, that I don't mind. True. It's a lot in singles, but I enjoy it. I, I like this significantly less, though, than the Michael Jackson. You know what? I kind of agree. I still enjoyed it quite a lot, but I feel like this free dance still gave off a bit of a junior vibe, whereas... The rhythm dance, I was like, you know what? You could be in a Grand Prix, you could be a Senior B, and really hold your own there. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, they were really, really close with our uh, fifth place team here, Brody and Somerville. Very, very close. It was very contentious. Yes, yeah, so they only ended up 0.71 points behind Emily and Ian. So why don't we talk about them? Another pair who really... they. Teamed up in July 2021, so super, super new pair. Uh, they're coached by Greg Zuellen, uh, as well as Charlie White and Tanith White. And fun fact, Greg is Madison Chalk's old dance partner. Wow, it's just like one big old convoluted. It's like when you try to uh, map out who's dated who in the Bachelor Nation. Not that yes, I've ever done that. All of the red string going everywhere. <laughs> yes, it's that meme. Uh, but this is a senior nationals debut, much like Katarina and Jeffrey. For the rhythm dance, they skated to Genius by Labyrinth, Sia and Diplo, as well as Sax by Fleur East. And the first thing I noticed was that they flew in to the Midnight Blues with so much speed. I really liked this too. Yeah. and it's very good. All four key points hit. It was really, really solid. Um, Pattern step, Emily got a level three, Ian got a level four. And we've got some really unique twizzles here. I don't think. Oh, those I... were really, really cool. I know. I don't think. I don't think I've seen anyone do left forward outside twizzles with their leg at parallel to the ice this season. It's super rare to see, but I really enjoyed it. I know that that's definitely not my favorite twizzle, but <laughs> really, really solid ass debut. Came in fifth for the rhythm dance with a seventy-six point seven zero. And for the free dance, guess what they're skating to? <laughs> man. You know, I'm just going to let you know right now that I manifested so much Rocket Man at U.S. Nationals. And you we'll got more. That. You got more than you asked for. And I'm My not- cup has runneth over. 
And you know what? I am not, <laughs> I'm not upset about that because I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I've, this is the first time I've watched them. They're really solid, great nationals debut. I think there's so much potential for them, both them and um, with Costin and Chen. I mean, US Ice Dance is in really good hands. Yeah, they really are. And also with Eva and Logan. Yes. Duh. I love Eva and Logan. I just, want, I just yeah. love them. I just want them to be the next generation, you know? Seriously. Um, Emily and Ian just eked out Katarina and Jeffrey, though, for that fifth place finish. It was it was a nail biter in there. Absolutely. Which is great because they both skated well and some nail biting finishes in that context. I love it. But you know who won between the two of them? It was Rocket Man. So. Duh. Take that for what you will. That, that's the, that's what gave them the edge, even though yep, that, it really was it. the rhythm dance. But we're saying it's rock. It was my manifestation and my cup runneth over. <laughs> runneth the over. Overfloweth. The overfloweth. Uh, which kind of fits into that language. Kind of fits into our next pair with Caroline Green and Michael Parsons. And the language, I mean, I feel like that could, if there was spoken word over there, free dance. I feel like. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? I know. I, I realized like in the middle of it, I was like, oh, people might not know where I'm going with this. But <laughs> we'll I, get there. We'll get there. We'll arrive now. Be we'll patient arrive. with my ending brain, everybody. <laughs> I promise there's a connection somewhere. <laughs> and I meant if Joss was voice doing a voiceover for their free dance, the, uh, the overfloweth and cometh would very much uh, fit in well. But enough about that. <laughs> Let's talk about Janet Jackson. <laughs> Let's talk about Janet Jackson. Again, fantastic as always. Um, preferred to the other Janet Jackson rhythm dance. Not sorry about it. Yeah, don't at me. I agree. <laughs> um, but in the battle between Green and Parsons and Hawaii and Baker, I mean, I there was definitely a slight edge towards Hawaii and Baker, um, both statistically and just, I think, in the way that their seasons have gone so far, which I guess is the same thing. But anyways, um, but I think that in the rhythm dance – Caitlin and John Luke and Caroline and Michael both made some mistakes, which made it very yes. interesting going into the free dance. Definitely. So we go straight into the twizzles and Caroline stumbles a little bit in the first set. Um, so she loses a level there. Jesus also decided to make a little bit of an appearance here. Twizzles yes. were done a bit far apart. Key points, no, yes, yes, yes. Um, even though she got both of her key points... Uh, she looked a bit shaky, in my opinion. Um, anyway, the rest was actually pretty good. Um, pattern step, both level threes. Midline step, a level four. And Michael was super pumped with how they performed. Super, super Ugh, pumped. M- Michael was a happy man at I U.S. Know. Nationals. A happy man. Love the team. Love the team. Love their programs. Yeah, their free dance. Literally just amazing. I, um, I think Michael posted that... It was skated for his grandma, and I just, I can't stand it. It's beautiful. Um, he's just, I, I don't know, this whole, this whole situation going on, the Janet Jackson, the free dance, everything is perfect. Yes. I, chef's kiss. Absolutely chef's kiss. Um, I have in my notes that this free dance is still one of the most stunning and one of my favorite free dances from this season. I think currently my top three are Green and Parsons. Uh, Sapana from Buchan's free dance and Hwagen Baker's, which, yes, there's a kind of like a theme going on. And I promise I have some diversity in me in terms of the style I like. I promise you that. But I just think <laughs> the style that I like is just rocket, man. <laughs> I mean, where's the lie? 
Um, but I just think those, those three free dancers are just so stunning and beautiful, well put together, and uh, I just love them so, so, so much. All right, let's talk about oh, our friends, Caitlin and John Luke. So fucking happy for them. Let me tell you. Um, so we have some Donna Summer, which I love. Who doesn't love Donna Summer, okay? If you don't love Donna Summer, you, my friend, are also an amphibian. Then I might be an amphibian because I don't know. I didn't really know who she is, but maybe that's because Oh, my I'm, God. Wait, I'm what? I'm sorry. Wait, it's hold on. Okay. You've been kicked to the caboose of the Rocket Man train. I'm... I always chose that part of the train anyway because I was a cool kid. I'm kidding. Wait, do you seriously not know? Donna no, Summer? I'm sorry. I'm Australian. I know, like, if I put out some Australian like names, you'll probably be like, "Who the fuck is that?" I'm sorry. Wait, my parents like my parents did a lot of disservices, but the one disservice that they did not do is that they raised me on Donna Summer. So I, I unfortunately wasn't raised on oh, Donna Summer. I mean, I, so I, I know good. a few of her songs. So much disco. So good. Prominent during the 70s. Okay, I'm going oh, to Spotify straight so away after this. Absolutely amazing. Does she have like a best of album? Like this whole ultimate album that's like 40 oh, tracks Oh, probably. Long? Yeah, probably. She well, probably is That's my night sorted. Sure. That is my night sorted. But do you know what was also sorted? Caitlin and John Luke winning their fourth bronze medal at US Nationals in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really don't like that. It sucks, but I mean, I love them and it's great for them that they're on the podium. I mean, Caroline and Michael are also on the podium, but that's pewter. Um, Oh, no. Yeah, the pewter medal. (laughs) Participation award, just because you feel bad about being straight off the podium. Anyway, I feel bad about that. However, however, um, I also feel bad a little bit about uh, the Twizzles in the rhythm dance because Caitlin stumbled in the first set and uh, she lost two levels. So she only got a level two. Jean-Luc uh, did get a level four and Tanith Belbin, who was commentating and I love Tanith when she commentates. She's like, she's so, so good up there with Mark Andretti. So intelligent, doesn't talk your ear off and just is to the point. Anyway, <laughs> unlike us, I'm like currently us. Oh, in the process 100%. of talking your ears off. <laughs> I don't ever get to the point. No. When do we ever get to the point? We've never gotten to the point ever. The tangents. But now with Tanith, she said um, that Caitlin probably lost around three points just alone with that mistake. Yikes. I mean, like we said before, Caitlin and Jean-Luc and also Caroline and Michael both made yeah. mistakes in the rhythm dance. So it was really neck and neck in here. Um, but in the end, um, they scored 79.39, which put them in fourth. Um, Caroline and Michael again scored 80.85 so at this point after the rhythm dance Caroline and Michael were ahead of Caitlin and John Luke by about one and a half points or a little less than one and a half points so yeah. very very interesting going into the free I love Caitlin and John Luke's free because I'm such a fucking Chopin fan like when I was like hardcore I thought I was going to school for music I don't think I've ever said that on the podcast, but I was. And Chopin was, like, my favorite composer to play. And this is why we're, you know, best friends, because he's also my favorite composer to play. Yes. Literally, and and the, these two pieces. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. So good. And, like, this program and the way that they skated it, I was like, yeah, I mean, I love Green and Parsons program, but, like, I, I love Chopin. I know. Such like, this is, like... Chopin. This is like childhood nostalgic tug at the heartstrings, whereas I just 
like I'm in awe of Green and Parsons Free Dance, but this I'm just like I, this is home cooked meal level of love. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, this is like yeah, a bowl of soup on a cold day. Yeah, like, this is home cooked love, and then Green and Parsons is like the most amazing uh, three hat restaurant dish that you're like, oh my god, this is too good and too pretty to eat. Like that. That's the kind of difference I feel in terms of loving these two programs. But I agree. But damn, this was a really good skate for them. Super good. That gorgeous and amazing one footstep sequence that they have with like all the edges. They got level fours, which I was so happy about because I don't know, just watch it and you'll know why. Um, Synchronized Twizzles level four. The, oh, I almost died again at that curve lift to another curve lift. I, mm. And then when she started crying because she's had such a rough season. season, This poor woman. Like, oh, I started crying too. And I was just like, fuck you guys for making me cry. But also like, I love you so, so, so much. (laughs) So good. Um, They did end up in third in the free dance. They uh, scored 126.29, which was more than enough to overcome the discrepancy in the rhythm dance. Um, and they ended up with 205.68 as versus Green and Parsons 203.27. So that put them solidly in the lead to go to the Olympics and everything else. But we'll talk about that later. And congratulations to them because Absolutely. Wow. That was that was amazing. Truth. Truth. And the top two places really just belong to Madison Chuck and Evan Bates, as well as Madison Hubble and Zach Donahue. And the real question was who would take what place? because they're super tight. If they both skate clean, there's almost nothing between them. You know, they've got such different styles as well, though. And this time, Madison Hubble and Zach Donahue, they're the ones who came in second. Um, But first, happy birthday to Zach, who turned 31 on Jan 8th. Yes, happy birthday to Zach. Um, You know what? I feel like whenever Chalk and Bates win... It should be Hubble and Donahue who win. And whatever Hubble and Donahue win, I feel like it should be Chuck and Bates. U.S. figure skating just always doesn't get it quite right who they give that little extra points to. But anyways, not saying that both of them are not deserving, but I feel like I just find it a little comical that every time I feel a little (laughs) dissatisfied. I don't know. Yep. Anyways, let's talk about our silver medalists. So at this... U.S. Nationals Maddie and Zach came in second. Um, They also have a Janet Jackson medley for their rhythm dance. Um, It actually was not perfect here, which is very interesting. Yes, a a few stumbles here and there. Uncharacteristic. Um, First point of note is, can Zach please tuck in his shirt? It's a little little Nathan. That's probably why. It's, in, <laughs> it's infected everybody. It spreads quick. I mean, it is it's a super the, spreader. COVID was not the only super spreader. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. Um, but damn, that midline step is so good. Of course, they got a level four, and you can really tell how technically strong this pair is. Um, Midnight Blues, key points, all yeses. Um, but because I was watching their feet, I almost yelped because Zach had a tiny bobble in his second key point. Like his ankle went a little bit on the back outside edge. And I mean, if you were just watching their faces or like their top half, you wouldn't have noticed. Like you would have completely missed it. It was so tiny, but I hate anything ankle stuff wise because I've 
done both my ankles multiple times. <laughs> so it always freaks me out. But uh, well done to them. Uh, Maddie did drop a level in the Twizzles. So definitely points left on the table, especially when Maddie and Evan came out and skated perfectly. Yeah, very uncharacteristic of them. I feel like they were not very happy with the, themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You, you could tell. For sure. Um, but this free dance to Drowning by Anna Sila, oh, it's so beautiful. The, you know, the pro, the music still bothers me a little bit with the ah, 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 but you know, I, I'll get over it, I guess. Ah, 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 The opening stationary lift to rotational lift. So many teams have got this kind of set up this season and I absolutely love it. You know, they do it so well, all the couples who do it, and it looks great. Um, I really wish they would change their costumes, though, because they don't match. No, they're not in the same color family, I although know. I do really like her costumes. That's my favorite color palette, the muted lavender gray. Oh, exactly, which is probably why we also love Caitlin and Jean-Luc's program, Free yes. Dance, because they have that palette. Absolutely. Oh, it was such a good free dance this is why i'm saying that i think that they should have won here but i think that maybe the mistakes in the rhythm dance and then the fact that maddie and evan were like pretty perfect in the rhythm dance probably mm. did it for them um i mean obviously with the scores but however they had a very intimate moment at the end and i felt like i should not be watching <laughs> yeah and i was like mm, this uh i mean i, know I was like this exes. feels too intimate for my outside eyes <laughs> I mean, I know they're exes and, you know, they've had so much uh, history together, but I was like, this is, this is a little awkward for their respective partners, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. They have, they have some dynamic going on. True. I don't, I don't understand it, but I just, I was like, oh, this is not for spectators. I'm just gonna but hey, go acting. to the bathroom. Hashtag get a heat acting. Bar. Hashtag acting. Yes. Yes. Um, they were very, very emotional though, because this is their last nationals. Um, and I think that skating to an american crowd i think has got to um yes. hit them right in the feels so and it's their last season yeah it's not even their know. last nationals it's lot. their last season and they're retiring after so yeah i mean what a way to close out their nationals what such a great free dance they did win the free dance portion by um just under a point so i think you couldn't end on a better note for, than that no no definitely not um, but let's talk about our gold medalists, Madison Chalk and Evan Bates. You know, finally, some people have started to put some respect on Billie Eilish's name. I was live tweeting this. I was like, you know, no one respects the Billie Eilish program because everyone associates Billie Eilish yeah. with Gen Z girls. And no one has any respect for Gen Z girls because of ageism, sexism, etc. <laughs> that list is long. So like, the list, the list is, is yeah. long, folks. Anyways, um, now that we put some respect on Billie Eilish, uh, they do a Billie Eilish rhythm dance. It's pretty perfect. <laughs> Look, got nothing to say here. Same here. I think everything from the costume details, like with Evan's jacket ha having the green inside, Maddie turning around and giving the judges like sex eyes. Key points, all yeses, really solid job. Perfect twizzles for them. I was holding my breath because I remember last year there were issues and <laughs> made me stressed. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, no. But pattern step, both level four. Midline step, level four. And I think that that was probably the best rhythm dance they've done all season. 
uh, and they got rewarded for it definitely with a 91.94, which is a new US record. And they also got a well-deserved standing ovation. Lovely. Um, and now for the alien-esque free dance to the Daft Punk. Yes. Um, Evan's it looking wasn't... less puffy. <laughs> he was looking a little less puffy. I wish I could say the same about my own face in the morning. Um, unfortunately, that has not happened no matter how much Jade facial rolling I do. But <laughs> Jade's great, though. I love Jade because it's super cold. Anyway, no tangent, it Claudia. Let's go love, on. <laughs> love a cold Jade face rolling. Um, <laughs> however, um, they you could really tell that Hubble and Donahue won the free dance here. There were little bobbles here and there, um, but I think their lead and the rhythm dance really helped them get the win. Yeah. I th- I, again, I don't think it would have been my choice, but... Look, they lost the they lost the free dance by zero point eight points. So that two point five point lead in the rhythm dance definitely helped them a lot. And it wasn't like they were super bad. It, they skated pretty well. Um, and no, I, no, and they I, were definitely not super bad. And I feel like though they just hung on to a good performance because Evan was super gas at the end, and you can tell he was like not perfect. A little bit off, not the cleanest through some steps and lifts, um, but I mean, they're... I mean, that's what you get for wearing four sweatshirts to the free dance. Bless. I don't know what to say. <laughs> but these two have got so much experience and they know how to cover up, you know, little mistakes. So, you know, in my notes, I was like, you know what, this is probably going to be really, really tight because Hubble and Donahue skated perfectly, but I didn't think that Maddie and Evan skated, quote unquote, badly enough to lose the lead and... That was the case, and it was really, really nice to see Maddie burst into tears straight away and Evan tearing up too. You know, they worked so hard. Oh, so sweet. Especially Love with um, USFS knocking their first um, rhythm dance that they had prepared, and they came up with Billie Eilish, like, super, super quick. So intense. But Ev- Thank God for Billie in a pinch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Always comes through for everyone in a pinch, especially over there in Russia, but also over here. And here too. And Evan, he's going to be the first US skater from any discipline to go to four Olympics. How awesome is that? Jesus. What a stat. What a stat. I was just faffing around four Olympics ago, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, dear me. I was barely cognizant <laughs> for like 16 years ago. Wow. I mean, I'm still barely cognizant now, but like, like less so. What I was has smaller. changed for us? I was smaller then. <laughs> Anyways, uh, congrats to Maddie and Evan um, for their win. It was it was a close one. Who knew? Yes, and we'll do all the team making discussion at the end. So let's move on to our men. Oh my gosh. Okay, let me tell you that this men's short program blew me out of the water, I and know. who knew that we would be sitting here saying that about American men? I know it just was so good it was probably the most chaos free enjoyment of a men's short program that I've ever had you know I rarely enjoy men but that's a I lie enjoyed men here we always enjoy men but we like it's a different enjoyment it's a, it is a very different enjoyment uh who should we start with here Okay, let's uh, talk about our uh, 11th place finisher, Arthur Dmitriev Jr. What a chaos agent this man is. Um, okay, he's 29. Uh, it's his U.S. Nationals debut. And he... Um, okay, so we have some Lou Bega, but it's not Mambo number 
I mean, I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate he's trying to do like the uh, the edgy thing here. Um, oh my god! I, I still can't believe that Artur. We've so. If you're not familiar with the situation, Artur Dmitriev Jr., the son of Olympic champion Artur Dmitriev, Pez, champ, awesome, legend. Um, and he used to skate for Russia. I've seen him skate for Russia. <laughs> and now he wants to skate for the US and he's doing a citizen switcheroo. Uh, all the Russian adults are like, how dare you? Like, what the hell is going on? And Artur Dmitriev Jr. just comes in and it's just like, I'm a hop off the plane with Lou Bega and Interstellar. And I'm just going to... Okay, but but tell me. This is the only man in the world that can fit both of those things <laughs> into his brand and have them fit perfectly. Who else? Because there isn't really much brand to fit in. Like, <laughs> okay, tell me he doesn't look like Dennis Hodekin in the short program, like, but as a single skater, he's got the same like pajama shirt vibe going on. He looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going to say that his outfit looks like uh, Charlie from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory's grandpa who's been lying in bed for 95 years and has rolled out of bed to, to, to skate to some Lubig. <laughs> that gets you a golden ticket. <laughs> um, but yeah, this truly chaos agent is the best word to use for our tour. I love this man. Um, because he's disappeared for a little, like a few seasons and has come back and tried a quad loop in the short program that was downgraded. I thought it was a good attempt though. Then he does a triple Lutz, triple flip. Remember he's the one who caused a bit of a ruckus in a good way a few seasons ago, being the first person to pull off a triple Lutz, triple flip combo. So he lands the Lutz on the free leg. So not the land, the traditional landing leg. So to prepare for the triple flip and it's like wacky and wild. But here the flip was called downgraded. I was like, great attempt again. Um, but, you know, he ended up in 12th with a 62.40. And I was like, a lot of effort, not enough reward. <laughs> As Lou Vega would say, <laughs> tricky, tricky. <laughs> if you got some Mambo number five, you know, that might have boosted it up it's kind of got the same vibe as a mambo italiano it's all the mambo he, it's the mambo. he got to the mambo number downgraded triple flip dear god mambo negative goe <laughs> mambo, negative mambo number negative five. Oh bless um and for his free skate he skated to interstellar and <laughs> why are you laughing why my first note, though, is why does Artur look like Walmart Neville Longbottom? And I don't mean that in a bad way. He just Long... rolled out of bed after 95 years like Charlie's grandfather. And I don't mean like Walmart and Neville Longbottom in a bad, bad way. These, this is all good energy. We love it. Like, we ha- love Neville Longbottom. Who doesn't? Exactly. Um, apparently, J- you know, J.K. Rowling, but that's another discussion. We don't like her. <laughs> we don't. She's been downgraded. No, she hasn't. She, it's just invalid element, not even just downgraded. Just in- invalid element. Not deduction. on the score sheet. Um, but w- <laughs> this chaos agent decides out of nowhere, literal fucking nowhere, to be like, yo, I'm going to try a quad axle. 
And I mean, it, it actually wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. He got so high on it. Like, you can tell he's got a lot of power. Um, it was not downgraded. It was called under, although it was a bit kind of on the border. But excellent, excellent attempt. He said he's done this clean before. And you know what? I don't doubt him because it looks like a solid, solid attempt. Um, double-footed the quad loop, which is also called under. Um, did a triple axle double toe double loop, which was okay. And then you could tell he was gassed as fuck because the second half of the program was just getting slow and sluggish and you could tell he was hurting. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean, he's, he did say himself that he's not in prime shape. Um, but still, bless bless the guy. Bless him coming down and to, to Nashville and throwing a quad axe and Nash- a quad loop attempt. <laughs> Thanks, like, Artur, for coming to Nashville. That takes major balls. And, I mean, he's still... With a quad axle attempt and a quad loop attempt, he still came in 11th. And, I mean, the PCS really were maybe fairly <laughs> scored. It out of him. <laughs> uh, really were probably fairly scored. But, uh, you know what? Kudos to you. Kudos to you. Um, but how about next, let's talk about another former Soviet person. I don't know why I re- that transition was really awful, but we're keeping it. Um, and this is Yaroslav Panio, uh, coached and choreographed by Misha Gay. He's been struggling with a groin injury all year, so we didn't get to see his gorgeous, super high quad flip. Oh, you know what? He gives me Willy Wonka <laughs> Really? If Archer gives me Charlie's grandpa vibes, he gives me Willy Wonka. Yeah, he's just so like sprite. Is that a word? Sprite? Sprightly? I feel like Sprightly. He's a stretched out Oompa Loompa. No, he's not a stroll. What are you talking about? As in like, but in a best way because he dances so well. Like, I don't know. He he doesn't have like this wacky. Do Oompa Loompas go to the discotheque? Duh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a rhetorical question. Apparently, I was I was schooled by Claudia that that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Saturday Night Fever medley short program, it it was so good. I love it. Oh, and I him adore so him. much. And he has the choreographed um, disco elements to thank the audience for their appreciation. I love it. My favorite. I love My it. Favorite. A disco bow. I love this man. You can't stop smiling when you watch him skate because you know he loves it. Oh, and it's amazing. You I, couldn't pay just... Nathan Chen to have a disco bow. <laughs> Jesus. Never. Never. Do you, like, I can't even imagine it. Trying to conceptualize it, my brain's like, no. Nathan's fingers don't do that. <laughs> they just no. don't do the disco. <laughs> Anyways. No, no way. Um, it was great. His short program was actually quite good. Yes, quad toe, triple toe, uh, huge triple axle. I mean, the landings weren't great, but to me, I was like, I don't really care because you're Saturday night night fevering and the crowd is absolutely loving it. And it's just a good-ass time. It's just a good time, you know, and sometimes a men's event is not a good time, but this was a good time. Yes, and really, leading into the free skate, though, Really didn't have a good time here. Like, flashback Tonya Harding 1994 Olympics moment with the broken laces. Oh, so bad. Uh, I was so sad for him. So, so, so sad. Yeah. I thought it was an injury at first. And I was like, shit. Because we know he had a 
persistent groin injury. But it turns out it's the laces and that's almost worse yeah. in a certain way because it's well, in he the tried moment. to fix it and then he went out there again. And I was like, yeah. that can't be a good idea, can it? And then he just stopped. I don't know, because you get a few minutes to, if you stop the performance for like a technical or equipment issue, you normally get a few minutes. I think he got like awarded three minutes. So he could have gone off the ice, retied his skates, like hustled around for like a stapler or duct tape or whatever, like ripped the lace out of another pair of skates. Um, but he was like, you know what? I'm going to just try and retie it like on the ice, which if you're a skater, you always know that ice, when you're on the ice and retying your skates, it's never as like nice um, as when you're off the ice and trying to do it. So I don't know, Ben Augusto, who was commentating um, one of the streams said it might have been like a lace hook that has broken off. I don't know. It's all speculation, but he tried to go again and it just didn't happen for him. So he had to withdraw. Yes. Um, yeah, unfortunately, nothing nothing good here, but very, very much enjoyed his Saturday Night Fever and very sad that we didn't get to see his Elvis. He's such a good Elvis, this man. He is a good Elvis. He's such a good Elvis. Oh, that's a heartbreaker. Don't like it. Yes. Um, however, let's move on to, oh my God, the rest are just all pod faves. Um, Literally everyone. I know, including Yarrow. Um, but we're moving on to sixth place finisher. I can never say sixth place. Sixth place. place. <laughs> sixth place. Um, and that's Jimmy Ma. And oh my God, this short program. I was screaming. Black Swan, flappity flap. He did so well. <laughs> we do love a flappity flap. Oh my gosh. And his little, po- his ponytail in the short program and his bun in the free skate stayed there. Yes. It's the first. It did. It's the first. You know what? I I bet a lot of hairspray. A lot of hairspray to get that looking that great. Like a swan would use hairspray. Jimmy's got to look the part. A swan would use hairspray. Do swans use aerosols? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing that swans do? I'm not I'm not familiar. Uh, I don't know. I, I made it up. I was just <laughs> I, I that tell, they I look like tell. super sleek. They look super sleek. So oh, okay. I, anyway. That's it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. So we, we started with a quato triple toe, which was, ooh, okay, Looking Jimmy. sleek. Also, it was great. Yeah. Um, then we had a triple lutz, triple axle. Okay. All right. Let's go. And bless Jimmy. The step sequence was a little slow, but we don't care because we have some flaps going on. Wow. Okay. I should have said flappy flaps, but okay. <laughs> um, but look at his reaction afterwards. He was pounding his chest and going like, look, yeah, first skater out. And he absolutely delivered 91.62. Like, how can you not be happy with that score? Oh, so good. Um, and then we had Attack on Titan. You know, I shouldn't have jinxed him because I tweeted Attack on Titan going to the 2026 Olympics and then he like fell a bunch. So I'm so sorry, Jimmy. No, but it's 2026 Olympics. You didn't jinx it. Oh, no, not for this year. I'm just saying that I manifested a lot for him and sometimes that can lead to toxic positivity. Maybe that happened here. So (laughs) maybe, but we'll see in four years. We'll see. Because the manifestation, you know take some time to pop up sometimes i mean how how long have you been screaming for rocket man to come back take some time <laughs> but the work paid off takes a little the bit work of paid off yes 
Um, but unfortunately, it really wasn't the skate that he wanted to deliver. Opening quad toe didn't have the best landing, so he chose to keep it solo. Uh, but then the next quad toe he fell on, so it's a repeated jump. The triple axle double toe, he was hanging on for dear life. Then second triple axle he fell on. He almost had it though. Uh, but yeah, the poor boy ended up with only one jump combo for the entire program. And you could tell he was so disappointed at the end. He came in eighth for the free skate and sixth overall because that short program was dope. So well done to him. But he was very sad. And I love, okay, this is another pair of programs that I love. The Black Swan, the Attack on Titan. I love everything about it. But he was very sad. I and I don't like a sad Jimmy. Neither do I. But he did do well enough to get some uh, team nominations, which we'll talk about later. Um, but let's move on to our fifth place finisher oh. here. And it's Camden oh, Pulkinen. I did cry. I think I did cry. <laughs> I did cry. <laughs> oh, Camden. Our friend Camden. I was making my mom watch Nationals and she only really cared about Nathan and Camden. And she's just like, oh my God, it's Camden. And I'm like, oh my God, you know him. Like, it's amazing. And so we were just, um, we had emptied the living room. Um, so we pulled the couch back. We didn't empty it, but we pulled the couch back. So we were standing and having it on TV. And I think we were just jumping up and down. Oh my goodness. For both the short program and free skate. Oh, Camden Polkinen, Columbia Scholar, fifth place at US Nationals, breaking all his personal bests. Yeah. We love it. Getting all the plushies. All right, let's start with the short program to Come What May, which... Fine. It's, we, I'm sold. Fine. Fine. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> it's not a big deal. I mean, I was expecting Camden to pull out more indie music and less war horses. Although we did prompt him with a question of, if you were to skate to one war horse, what would it be? And... Um, did he say Mulan Rouge? <laughs> I forget. Maybe, I think. I forget what he said. I, I'm saying it is Mulan Rouge, even though I might be wrong, but... That means we get credit, right, Camden? I'm kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, it's It was great. Uh, quad toe to open, great. Huge triple axle, the one that Yuzuru admires and gave uh, compliments for. So that can go on your resume too. Triple Lutz had a turnout, but he fought to get the triple toe nicely on the end. Oh gosh, if that boy did not get that triple toe on the end, I would have had words. I would have just had a heart attack. <laughs> Um, but let's fucking go in the step sequence, getting those PCS in. Very, very happy about that. Um, but you know, Camden, he always gives it in the choreo sequence, step sequence. You know, that's part of his brand and I very much like it. Yes. And a good costume. Oh my gosh, he got a plushie with a matching costume. Yes. How cute is that? Oh, it's so cute. Amazing. He got another like Pikachu plushie and then a teddy with a matching short program shirt. And I was like, whoever did that, bless you. It's so cute. Um, that final step sequence, level four, got a lot of plus fours, as it should. Um, but then Judge 3, Boo Yu, um, did not like Camden, apparently. Gave him the lowest GOE scores and the lowest PCS. Like, even 6.5 for transitions. And I was like, Rude. You, if you If you're in Australia, you'll know what I mean when I say sh that judge should have gone to spec savers. Um, but that's an Australian thing. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless um he was so happy because he cracked the 90s barrier scored 90.16 very very happy for him 
Oh my gosh, so happy. He was so happy. And okay, in the free skate. (laughs) I was crying. I was sobbing. Absolutely sobbing. Uh, Two quad toes in the free skate. Like, come on, Camden. Who who are we watching here? You know what? He was giving them eyes to the judges. That quad toe, both of them really. Well, especially the second one was beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Good good cover throughout the jump to uh, get the Euler double sow on. Uh, Had a little double loop situation going on. Okay, whatever. Everyone does a double loop. Who doesn't do a double loop these days? Exactly. It was just like, "Mm." whatever. (laughs) But then we have a triple axle, double toe, triple flip, and then triple lutz to finish. And I was like, okay, thank fuck you didn't like unravel from the double loop and he just went ham afterwards oh and then at the end absolutely pounding the ice i was so happy that he was happy it's just just put yourself in his shoes like haven't skated consistently like two good programs consistently in so long uh and to do it at nationals in the olympic year oh my gosh amazing love it so happy that he was happy love him Scored 170.25, which meant overall he got 260.41. Oh, it's huge. Huge personal best. Huge personal best. Him and his team were so pumped and couldn't have asked for better, really. I love it. All right, let's talk about our fourth place finisher. I'm a little sad to say fourth place finisher Jason Brown. That doesn't sound right, does it? I know. I don't like it. But you know what? This is where the pewter medal stand was invented. This is how. Because <laughs> this Jason is why. Brown. This is why. Um, but I would agree with the results in the places. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I agree. I don't like it. but <laughs> I know. I know. But Cinnamon just... It delivers yet again. Always. It was nuts. Imagine being in that arena. It would have been incredible. Oh, very good. Very good. 100% standing ovation. We cracked the fucking 100s. Amazing. 49.15 in PCS. Like, excuse me, my Asian auntie's coming out. Where did the 0.85 go? 0.85. I I tweeted something very similar, so. Yeah, if you were in Russia, Jason, that would have been 50 like, we would have a slip of the finger and the judge going, oops, I pressed the wrong button. Technical error. Yes, yes, probably some of that. But it was great. Um, I think my mom screamed at when he did the Russian split into the spiral and he didn't do the um, spidery cinnamon de- dance thingy. But anyway, whatever. It's cinnamon. I'll take it. Schindler's List. All right, well... I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. It seemed a little tentative. Tight? Yeah, just a little off. I'm not sure what it was. Usually he has such great knee bend. He was, it just didn't look that way. Everything seemed a little tight or a little under. I don't, I don't know. Things seemed a little weird. I feel like he was just nervous. It wasn't bad by any means. The quad sow was called around even though he fell and I think it should have really been on the quarter but we'll give it to him um triple axles were done but a little tight yeah it he got the job done is what I'll say he got the job done um the judges did also get the job done by giving him max points on the step sequence level four as he should deserve duh 
Yes. I mean, we can't blame the man. He did just spend like six days in airports and the whole 48 hours in a car with a COVID positive Tracy Wilson. So. <laughs> Which is just heartbreaking in and of itself. Yes. I mean, I don't blame him for maybe looking a little tight on the Schindler's list here. I feel like this is maybe the least of his concerns, but. I know. And hopefully Tracy is okay and she's doing all right because they chose to drive to avoid having to do so many transfers in an airport where you really don't know what's going to happen. So they were so careful. Ugh. And I feel like a lot of the people here who got COVID um, were the ones who were super careful, which reiterates the point, getting vaccinated and staying healthy and masked isn't just for you, it's for the safety and health of others. Okay, before I capitulate and burst into, like, combust, let's move on. Yes. Um, To our third place finisher, and that is Vincent Zoe. Oh, who also was... Okay, well, the the short program was, like, beautiful. This is probably the best Vincent that I've ever seen. I I completely agree. Um, Let's quickly go through it. Gorgeous quad Lutz triple toe, a huge quad sow. Um, I believed that the jumps were smoother than Nathan's were for the short program. And he did get very much rewarded for it. Um, He got 112.78. The PCS was half a point less than Nathan. And you know what? I... I think he deserves it because he's put so much effort into making this short program beautiful, expressive, um, emotional as well. And, you know, the crowd was super on his side. It was very nice to see. I know. And he got so emotional because everyone was responding so well to it. And in the kiss and cry, Tom Z was like, that's what we're talking about. And I was like, okay, Tom Z. Okay, okay. (laughs) I agree, though. Like, he did so well. The one time in my life that I agree with (laughs) (laughs) Thomas. The team was super happy with it and definitely deserved it. But this this free program, I don't know. Oh, gosh. It was just an oh, no all the way. Um, Which I feel like just reflected the entire event. It might not just have been Vincent, you know, specific. Yeah. I I felt like a lot of things were not called that should have (laughs) been. Cool. Yes. In this free state, yeah. I looked at that sheet and I was like, what? <laughs> they didn't see nothing. I feel like Vincent here went back to a little a bit of his old, old Vincent and not short program Vincent yeah. Vincent. Yeah, Vincent skating to Vincent like Vincent wants to skate to Vincent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you, you can tell like, one of the key markers for me um, when Vincent kind of goes back to old habits is his toe loop because he has he used to have at least um a toe axle so a toe axle is when you go into a toe loop and when you pick in you kind of do a little switcheroo and pretty much do an axle entry um on that toe pick and it's not the best technique uh but whenever i see him do it i know that he's kind of reverting back to old ways and yeah, you could see that here. Um, the jumps were tight. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't really a great time to seize up. Even the triple axle or the triple sow 
didn't look great. It's not good. I don't know what was going on. I think everyone was just like so on edge that day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was really Probably because there edge. was COVID just like everyone had everywhere. COVID. Because this was the last event. So it was like yeah. by this point, Alyssa had COVID, Amber had COVID, Tracy had COVID, Todd Eldridge had Todd COVID. Jenny. Yeah, Jenny had COVID. Everyone fucking COVID. So I think everyone was just so on edge. Nathan face. <laughs> Nathan face planted and was just like, yeah. I mean, that wasn't COVID related. That was just cheetah related. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I have have thoughts about Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Because I know this is an old program for Vincent. But there isn't that much going on with the music. And especially compared to his short program, I just feel it's so bland. And, like, the short program, he worked so hard to make it an amazing program performance. Here, it just feels so lackluster. And the only moment I get super involved is right at the end when the music gets super hype and he finishes with an absolute bang. But that's about it. It's, like, the last, what, 30 seconds. Yeah, I mean, I I do like them together, but, like, on its own, I'm just like, uh... And, you know, my dad was a big Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon fan. Which, fair enough, but, I mean... <laughs> Maybe pull a Mishan and Galiamov and chuck some symbols in for like musical accents. Yeah, something you know? needs just to, to spice things up. Anyways, um, not a good time for Vincent. Uh, he ended up third, probably not where he wanted to end up. Definitely after his season. Um, but our second place finisher had a great Ooh, time. Okay, Billy Jean for the short program. Not Billy Eilish. By the way. Not Billy Eilish, <laughs> but Billy's getting a lot of love. Um, and so did Ilya, because he threw it down. Oh my god. Did he do anything wrong? No, he did not. No, Absolutely not he didn't. None. Um, all right, short program to Billy Jean. Quad Lutz, just too easy. Quad toe, triple toe. I mean, we saw a video of him doing a quad toe, quad toe, so he can oh my gosh, do yes. that in his sleep. I did, I did see that. Freaking brackets into a triple axle. The boy can spin and smile too. What what current man skating can spin and smile? Maybe Jason. Jason Brown. Jason Brown. But you know you know who can't spin and smile? It's Mikhail Kolyada because he can only spin and not smile. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Love you, Misha. Love you. Um, an amazing final um, spin position that yeah, so good. He's also like seventy percent legs, and then. For his legs, he's like 70% calm. I really can't relate to any of that. Like, he was sitting in the kiss and cry, and he's just got the longest calves in the entire this world. It's not I'm relatable like, when I at had... all for me. It's not. <laughs> like, when I have my skates on, my calves just, you can see like the top quarter of my calves, and it's this just like this stubby ass thing, and his calves just go on for ages. And I'm just like, boy. <laughs> Oh my god, okay, this is like the most toxic show ever, but like, I watch okay. Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders making the team, which is basically just like a show about the women that want to be on the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders. And <laughs> Excuse me, I'm very sick. On this one episode, this rude woman that judges them all is like, the boots are just swallowing her entire leg, and I would be that person. That, that's me in skates. <laughs> that's me with calves in skates. It just swallows my calves. Oh but I have long femurs, according to um. You have very long femurs. Anyways, 
Um, I do have to point out that he was holding... Holding a Squishmallow. I think it was... Okay, I'm a huge... Squishmallows are one of my special interests. I could talk about Squishmallows for, like, hours if you sat me down. And and I'm not, like, one of these people that, like, just started collecting... I'm a Squishmallow gatekeeper. I've been collecting Squishmallows since early 2017, so... Wow. I know. I've been literally collecting Squishmallows for five years, so... Anyways... (laughs) girl boss gatekeep what what is it i've got no idea something girl anyways um but i do think that he was holding a reginald with a unicorn horn and a rainbow tail was it is there a rainbow reginald Reginald is a corgi yes yes and there's reginald and regina and regina is also a corgi squishmallows have very uh gender conforming names as as you can tell (laughs) was it a reginald like is i haven't seen like a unicorn reginald and it's clear that also Joss has clearly roped me into the Squishmallow Madness because <laughs> um, I, I know this stuff too. But not as much as her. She truly is the, the best gatekeeper. <laughs> the best gatekeeper. Um, I close them gates. Anyways, um, let's talk about his free skates. Not a Squishmallow podcast as much as I wish it were. Why not? Um, let's talk about his free skate. And this is to Nobody Knows by Autographed and Golden Age by Woodkid. Love a Woodkid program. And this is the same free skate as last season. Um, Easy as quad lots to open has a slew of quads that he just makes look like doubles. So easy. Exactly. Um, He's got all of his combos in the second half. So bonus points for that. And then he lets off a huge smile when he gets the last one done. And I was like, this is one dynamic, talented cutie. He's so adorable. He's great. I mean, I do sense an Ilya Malinen upset and domination coming next quad. I mean, of course, he's still super young, 17, hasn't fully gone through puberty yet. So, uh, of course, things will depend on how, how he finishes all of that and his body fills out. But his technique is truly impeccable and it will definitely last him for a while. And then I was thinking... Oh, he didn't make the team, Olympic team, this year round. How old will he be in the next four years? And he's twenty-one in the next four years. Oh god. Okay. Well, like, let's let's move so on. So he from... he's got like <laughs> he's got two. He has two Olympic quads left in him because two Olympics from now, the kid will be twenty-five. Oh my god. Mariah Bell's twenty-six. As we were reminded so many times of. But anyways, oh, the oldest woman, the oldest like, okay. woman ever she's, on this she's entire 26. planet, the oldest woman on the entire planet, Mariah Bell has won U.S. Nationals. So bad. Oh, actually, Mariah's not 26. I just, she's 26 this year, oh but my 25. So bad. Still, he'd be the same age in eight years that Mariah is now. Just saying. Anyways, anyway. uh, let's talk about... Let's talk about Nathan. Okay, before we start with Nathan, I must have to say I need to explain how I manifest Rocket Man. All season on this podcast and all of last season on this podcast, I just complain, 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 as my mother would used to say, complain, complain, complain about how Nathan <laughs> only skated Rocket Man for one season. And I've been manifesting that he was gonna bring back Rocket Man because no other free skate would feel quite as good for him. And lo and behold, he brought She was praying at her bed every single night. <laughs> yes. I mean, 
aren't we all happy that this happened? Including the short program, which he changed to La Boheme. I wasn't Big fan of that. too pleased about that, but... What? Really? Yeah, I don't know. What I'm would you have really, wanted? There's so many about Caravan, like... My perfect, okay. my ideal season for Nathan would be Caravan and Rocketman. Okay, he, here's why I, I'm fine with Love OM. I do love Caravan, also because it's Whiplash, and Whiplash is an amazing fucking movie. Absolutely love. And plus it's Caravan. Oh, so good. And plus the shimmy. Plus the, the shimmy. Sh- How can However, you not want the shimmy? You have truth, to cold-hearted but- amphibian to not love that shimmy. Is there any other like cold blooded animal that you'd want to <laughs> oh, not, or frog. just amphibians? You are just a amphibians. Whole frog if you do not like that. <laughs> not even like cold like actually you know what Slytherin is a snake. So we'll leave that cold blooded reptile. However, <laughs> rep- truth just the amphibians apparently. That's discriminatory. It's <laughs> a lot of discrimination isn't it? Amphibianist just my isms are showing. <laughs> Your isn't a show. Um, however, we did mention we were talking, I think, about Lubberwem versus Caravan. And although Caravan I like better, I think Lubberwem is more suited for the season because it provides a better contrast to Rocketman. Okay, fine, fine. It may it it's makes weak, sense, but right? it's fine. Like, okay. But pair Caravan with Philip Glass okay, okay, and Lubber okay. Wem with Rocket Man, okay. and it makes sense. Okay, he can just skate twice. <laughs> he can skate. Yeah, exactly. Skate twice. <laughs> oh, you know what? Skate twice. So put Lubber Wem and Rocket Man for the individuals, and for team event, do Caravan and Glass. Okay, okay. I can get on board with that. Nathan, that's a full schedule, but <laughs> you know you have to listen to us. We're the momagers. The, the the Chris Kardashians because he doesn't already have mom and Chris Jenner sorry not Chris Kardashians do you see how fleshed out Nathan's Wikipedia page is like his mom has been doing the absolute most for him <laughs> since he started skating momagers don't start work or stop working do you think Jesslyn Siwa ever stops working Jesslyn Siwa does not stop working okay <laughs> That's because JoJo's always fucking bouncing around. She doesn't give Jessalyn a fucking break. <laughs> when you have that tall of a kid with bows and that energy <laughs> and that kind of like brain for business and marketing. And gay. Super gay too. <laughs> it, yeah. How would you ever sleep? Poor Jessalyn. I was once to a baby gay. <laughs> It's very repressed and conservative, Alberta. I didn't know where you were going to go. Like, were you going to go with the baby gay or were you going to go with the momager? I was just like, wait, what? (laughs) Baby gay and a momager. The two genders. (laughs) I've already showed my momager side in this podcast screaming like, like a... Like a Chinese mother. Oh my goodness. Which I... My my lobotomy is booked in for next week, so don't worry, guys. I'll be back to... (laughs) Back to normal soon. Um, but, okay, let's actually talk about the programs here. Love OM. Jumps look great. Uh, although the Lutz toe... Lutz was definitely on the quarter, but of course they didn't call it. Um, and the step sequence, though. Oh, so good. Like, this is a proper step sequence with a skill and oomph from the 80s, 90s era of skating where you've got your, like, Kurt Brownings, your Paul Wileys and Scott Hamiltons doing just the most and best um, in skating skills. Like, 
this is that type and it just oh I love it so much so good um new U.S. record for the short program with 115.39 okay yeah and of course Raph after this you know record-breaking short program in the kiss and cry he's just like oh Nathan look at my bracelets (laughs) (laughs) my bracelets he was showing off his bracelets to Nathan going like oh look at this and then Raph is the Jocelyn Siwa <laughs> no, I feel like I don't know who would Raph. He's a Chris Jenner. Moms? Is he? Raph is a Chris Jenner. He's not a Jocelyn Siwa. I don't. I don't know. He's not a Holly. Like he's... he's not a Doctor Holly. Isn't he? No, he's not a Doctor. Holly. He's like a Kelly he Highland. He's a Kelly Highland. He's not a Kelly Highland. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Like Kelly Highland. That's too much energy for Raph. <laughs> Might be Akira. Okay, they they kind of look alike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but moving on. To Rock- but Rocket Man. Oh gosh, what? This is just such a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. It was a good mess. It was good. It, okay, first yes. of all, this costume is like a hot Cheetos bag. Guy Fieri. What else? <laughs> Okay, but that's yum. I Nathan is just like mocking us at this point. Somebody said it was like the eye of Jupiter, and then it's not a lie. As an astronomy super fan, I was like, "Holy shit, he's gotten you know the the NASA Juno a spacecraft flyby high res picture printed on his shirt," and I was about to geek the fuck out, but no, it looks like the eye of Sauron, <laughs> but just the deviant art version of. The Eye of Sauron. And it looks... Has anybody said that they like it? Me? You liked it? I also really like diners, drive-ins, and dives, though, so... <laughs> you liked it? The shirt? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that it's really campy. It's beyond camp, man. Well, okay, I tweeted this one thing, and I was like, I'm a big fan of the shirt because, number one, I love camp. I mean, that's not exactly camp, but like it's, it's, he's mo. I can tell that he's, he's mocking us. He's like, no one thinks I have a fucking costume. So I'm just come, come out here in like big ass ridiculous costume. That's not a costume. That's a shower curtain. <laughs> and number two, I also understand the aversion to wearing tight materials on my body. I am a sensory oh, 100%. person. So I understand the want to not have a. But then why do you have so many like costumes? tops with like tight fitting sleeves because that's the one thing that i cannot do maybe he likes tight fitting sleeves i don't know No, i mean you oh me yeah i don't mind tight fitting sleeves i just don't like tight fitting bodies that's the issue uh i can't stand sleeves that's the one thing like it makes it makes my skin crawl like i cannot stand it i rip the clothes off if it's got like anyways okay skating not about my sensory versions (laughs) Yeah, about the um, about the Cheeto shirt. Um, I want the bus seat shirt back, man. I do. I really want that. The bus was a seat better shirt. That's better. I agree. You know, this is just a mouse pad. It's just a mouse pad. <laughs> okay. Anyways, he fell. Quad flip. Fell. I was like, oh no. Damn. <laughs> oh, no. We will. Okay. Joss was actually really worried. She's like, oh my God, is Ilya Malinin going to take it out? I was like, no, this is never going to happen. And as long as Nathan skates clean, <laughs> lol, um, for the rest of the program, he'll be completely fine because the program components are there for him 
to, you know, to lift him up. And like rightfully so, because Ilya still has um, work to do in the components, even though he's technically impeccable. Um, but he was fine until the choreo sequence. And then he just like fell on his face. Literal face plant slash And he plot. was laughing so so hard. Why wouldn't you laugh? Thank goodness I would laugh. He was laughing. I thought I was like, if Nathan cries or is upset, I will be very unhappy. But he was laughing, so I was very happy. Raf was laughing. <laughs> it was really funny. So in the choreo sequence, there was a video somebody posted, which I don't know. This is like super foresighty, um, but they focused on Raf um, at the boards. And when Nathan was going to the choreo sequence, he was vibing so hard. He was bouncing around, hitting the boards, going, yeah, all right, cool. And then he's like, oh, Nathan should be fine. It's a choreo sequence, duh. So he turns around, keeps vibing, and then Nathan falls while Raph has his back t- um, to the ice. And somebody has to say, yo, turn around, Nathan fell. Raph turns around and just goes, ah, oh, fuck it. And then just keeps vibing. <laughs> Bless. Oh, goodness. What a mess. What a mess. Very, very symbolic of the entire event. Truly. But top of the podium yet again. Oh, my gosh. However, did not want other people on the top of the podium with him, which is very COVID safe. The photographer wanted everyone because they always have this picture to crowd on the top of the podium with him. And he was like, no, thank you. Because he wanted to be COVID safe. And usually he lets the people on the top of the podium with him. He's not like, no, thank you, because I don't want you up here. No, thank you, because I'm trying to be COVID safe. Good for you, Nathan Chen. Good for you. Yeah. And he didn't participate in the gala. Oh, again. Um, Very good. Good for you. Probably had to pay some type of penalty, but that's fine. Who? Yeah. Who fucking cares? Yeah. What? Why is there a fucking uh, monetary penalty for not competing in the gala? (laughs) That's just fucking stupid capitalistic societies. Like, what? Um, it's not like skating gets much money anyway. So like, are you going to really charge the skaters for not? Anyway, that rant's over. The second rant is people might be like, oh, why, like, why not participate in the gala? Why not, you know, get everyone on the top pedestal, even if you've got your masks on? Excuse me. Beijing Olympics are less than a month away. We're around the corner, man. Like, we don't have time for this shit. (laughs) It's in China a COVID zero country. And like, this is so important because like Nathan was saying in the press conference or not in the press conference, but probably just in some interview that he has relatives in China. So it's like extremely important for him to go because it's not only that he gets to go, but he gets to go and participate in probably one of the most important events of his life and see folks that he loves. So like, no, he's not going to participate in the galley. He's not going to fucking let people on the top of the podium with him. Why would you risk it? No, why? I wouldn't. He shouldn't either. For a national championships? No. Like, yes, of course it's important because it's an Olympic qualifying event, but he's got a body of work that's so strong that he was, even if he withdrew from the entire competition and petitioned, he would probably go. He would would 100% go. He's reigning world champion. Like, oh my God, I've got so much to say and I'm not going to say it because I will like combust. I would absolutely combust. That's That's it. it. Over. All right. We're talking about teams now. Yes. Kiss and cry. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So now that that's over, why don't we head into the Kiss and Cry where we will talk about our team selection for Olympics and Worlds and Four Continents. Let's start, shall we? Um, Let's start with Olympics. Okay. So for dance, no surprises here. Chalk and Bates, Hubble Donahue, Hawaii and Baker. 
taking it out with the alternates. First alternate being Green and Parsons, second alternates being uh, Emily Bratty and Ian Somerville, and third alternates being Katarina Wolf-Costin and Jeffrey Chen. Um, and then for men, oh, this was a nail-biter. There was... All sorts of shit going on here. Nick McCarvel tweeted that he was hearing on the grounds that Ilya was going to be chosen. And we were like, Nicholas, where are you hearing this from? Why are you tweeting when none of this is official? Anyways, um, (laughs) a lot of... But I like Nick. I do too. He's just... He just shouldn't have tweeted that. People that we like can make mistakes too. That's okay. True. (laughs) True. Um, Okay. So our choices, thankfully, Nathan Chen, Vincent Joe, Jason Brown. Um, first alternate obviously is going to be Ilya Malinin, but he doesn't have international scores, so he needs to somehow achieve them if he is going to be at the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, second alternate. Oh my gosh. Second alternate. Captain Pokemon. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and third alternate, Jimmy Ma. I love it. I love it. Don't love change it. anything. It's fantastic. Yes. And Ralph actually came out saying he was very so disgruntled. Yeah, highly disgruntled. That Ilya didn't make the team. Um, Ralph did work with Ilya in the past, um, and he's like, besides that point, like, really, he should be going. And you know what? I would agree, except for, I don't know, if I was the, if I was the picking committee, the selection committee. That's the what picking? <laughs> the nose picking <laughs> Shut <committee>. up. <laughs> My brain farted, okay? <laughs> I was like, I don't know the word for this. <laughs> um, the selection committee, I would have done the same, because... It's not like Ilya has is running out of time. And I don't want to say that Jason's running out of time, but first and foremost, it'd be an absolute sin for Cinnamon not to go to the Olympics. Um, but secondly, Jason's proved himself at these international competitions. He placed super well at Worlds last year, you know, and he was the second highest finisher because unfortunately Vincent didn't do well. And so he got those two spots along with Nathan. And he does... Due to his body of work, he deserves to go. And Ilya deserves an opportunity to not get thrust, even though he might be technically ready, but not get thrust into such a big event straight up. You know, I don't know. I want this kid to continue skating, not to be a flash in the pan. And, <laughs> we you know, have many if... flashes in the pan right now, I think. Exactly. And you know what? Maybe he goes to the Olympics and it's not a flash in the pan. But... He... Like we said, he's 25 in eight years. He'll be okay. The kid's got so much fucking time. He's probably going to dominate next quad anyway. And it's not like I want to make Jason a charity case because he's not. Like I said, he's proven himself. But it was tight between the two. And I think in a personal point of view, the selection committee, a.k.a. the picking committee and Claudia the words, made the right choice. <laughs> yes. And Ilya's first alternate, so... And who knows what the state of the world right now may end up going. So anyways, let's move on to our world selection. So for dance, we have um, the same team. So we've got Chalk and Bates, Hubble Donahue, White Baker. Um, our alternates, though, are a little bit different. We have Green and Parsons at our first, as our first alternates, Brody and Somerville for our second alternates, and then Carrera and Ponomarenko for our third alternates. Yep. And for men, uh, it's Nathan Vincent. And Ilya Malinin. So I feel like this was the best decision. So Ilya has to get the technical minimum somewhere and between now or like nationals and for continents slash worlds, 
he's going to be able to get it. He's not going to full continence, but he's going to have time to do like mini comp, senior B somewhere and get the technical minimums to go. Um, but that's a very strong Worlds team. And I think that was the correct decision to make. Um, the alternates are Jason, Camden, and Jimmy. So I very much like this setup. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and Four Continents, because Four Continents, which literally starts in a few days and I'm panicking because it's so close to Europeans and so close to the Olympics, uh, the turnover time between Four Continents and Olympics is super short. So a lot of countries aren't sending their Olympic team to Four Continents, which, you know what, I'm completely fine with. I am all about giving other skaters the opportunity, um, unlike Russia, who decides to give their top three or their favorites every single opportunity and not give anybody else any opportunity to prove themselves. Um, but for dance, we have going to four continents, Emily Brady and Ian Somerville, Christina Carrera and Anthony Ponomarenko, as well as Caroline Green and Michael Parsons, with first alternates being Ava Pate, Logan By, second being Lorraine McNamara and Anton Spiridonov, and third alternates are Molly Sesenik and Yegor Yekharov. Yes. And for men, we have a team of Tomoki who uh, actually withdrew from U.S. Nationals because he had a COVID test um, that was positive very kind of early on. I think maybe it was in the week before Nationals. So he just ended up withdrawing before he even went. Um, We have Jimmy Ma and we have Camden Polkinen. And our alternate is Ryan Dunk. So I love the team of Tomoki, Jimmy and Camden. All three of them need to be on the top step of the podium that love it team is a riot it is a riot and it's a super strong team um and i bet like at least one of them is going to get on the podium i hope at least um and the alternate being ryan dunk which i found a bit surprising given um a few other skaters finished above him although i do enjoy ryan um, we had skaters like Liam Kapakis as well as Din Tran, who finished above with super strong skates. I love Din. Bay Area represent. Truly one of my faves. Absolutely love. Um, so interesting that Ryan was named the only alternate to four continents. Uh, Did I what was going on there? USFS, hooray. It's okay. The hype team is going. <laughs> hype team is going four continents. Yes. Imagine that team at World Team Trophy. Oh. Amazing. Hypest team ever. They would get that absolutely country spirit medal or what? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly. We what know it's what called, you mean. But... Like they would have gotten the country spirit deal. Yes, yes. All right. Um, I think that is officially it. I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, time for us to record women and pairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joyous and talk about the oldest woman on the planet, Mariah. <laughs> God, this Me is after so all of this. cruel that they kept harping on that. Anyways, we'll talk about it in our next episode. Yes. So I'm Claudia, and come chat with us at Let's Get Down Pod. That's L-U-T-Z Get Down Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to work with us, shoot us an email at letsgetdownpod at gmail.com. If you like this podcast and have a hankering for some hot Cheetos right about now, please leave us a review and give us some five-star love. We would really appreciate it. Thank you all so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.